Prospect News and Analysis. This is Hockey Prospect Radio with Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. We are back and powered by Power Player, hockey player development software at thepowerplayer.com. We're speaking with Dr. Kevin Willis, sports psychologist and mental coach, discussing his book, Hockey Grit, Grind and Mind. We are now on to chapter four, and the title of that is Purpose, uh, the sub a topic we want to speak about is self-image. And, you know, it's funny because both Brad, uh, Kevin, both Brad and I were talking about, uh, you know, the detriment to, of social media in today's world, particularly when it comes to prospects and about the, the vast amount of information that's poured upon these players, um, especially in the last five years and the access to information about you as an individual and how that can particularly impact your personal self image. And because you're, you know, a young person, you know, maybe, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, up until 20, you know, you know your brain hasn't finished developing yet. You know, you're not quite, you know, uh, an adult in, in many cases. So handling those type, uh, that type of, you know, reactions from other people that you don't know. Um, talk about the conversations you have with your clients in terms of, self-image, um, especially when it comes around with social media, because many of the young kids now, their self-image is based on what happens in their social media feeds. Yeah, and it's so tough. And, you know, it, it, it seems like a, a perfect storm uh, of, of, of bad connections. And that is that young people, and I say young people, I, I'm talking kids, you know, all the way up to 21, 22, 23, because that's, that's as the brain is maturing, right? But so imagine you're in that 13, 14, 15 age, you're, you're starting to go through the puberty and all that kind of stuff. Here, here, here's your brain at a point where your, your, your limbic system, the more emotional side of your brain is developing really pretty fast, right? But the, the, the frontal part, that frontal lobe, that prefrontal cortex, the, the thinking, the reasoning part of your brain is, is just sort of chugging along. It's coming on slow, but man, it is not anywhere caught up to the emotional side of the brain. So here we've got a situation that I'm pretty much emotional, right? And I'm reading all these comments and I can read a good one and a good one and a good one. And all of a sudden there's a bad one and all the good ones are gone, right? I don't even, I don't even remember reading them. It's all bad. It's all bad. Um, and I don't have that, that maturity in my brain to be able to say, but that's, come on, that's one out of 10, you know, relax. Um, it's, it's not there. That, that level of reasoning and maturity is not there. And put that, you know, in context with sort of the way the brain develops in general. And that is that when you're young, um, being part of a, of a group, of a community, being accepted is life or death. It really is. I mean, you know, you look at evolution coming all the way up as, you know, cavemen, if you got ousted from the tribe, you would die, right? So it's, it's, it is part of our evolutionary process to, to need to be connected to community, to need to be in the good graces of the people around us, right? And again, it's not until that, that more mature parts of our brain begin to develop that allow us to sort of understand that balance that needs to be and, and these young people 
they don't have it. And then, you know, I'll touch on the idea of what these comments do. You know, these comments, they come in, they come in, they come in, and they're like little hits of dopamine, right? Ooh, that made me feel good. Ooh, that made me feel good. Ooh, that made me feel good. And all of a sudden, bam, you know, you get punched in the face with a, a negative comment and you're just not mature enough to process that. And I don't say mature enough in a, in a derogatory way. I'm literally talking about the makeup of the brain of young people. Kevin, is the first step to to maturation, the ability of a young teen to basically say, hang on, okay, this is a negative comment, but this person doesn't actually know who I am. And in order to say, I know who I am, you have to have some sort of idea. Again, it goes back to, it's always interconnected. It goes back to self-awareness. It goes back to having some sort of frame of reference as to how you identify yourself. So my point is, the, the maturation process really starts with self-identification and then allows you to basically separate yourself from that immediate validation from when you get a good tweet or a good like or a good somebody says something positive to you online uh, versus when somebody says something negative. Is, is it really that maturation process of saying, this is how I identify, this person doesn't know me, therefore I don't need to follow what this person's saying and I'm not going to integrate it emotionally and it won't be as negative. Yeah, well, because that emotional part of our brain is so fast, I mean, like super fast, then it, it grabs onto it and you begin to feel something before your your rational parts of your brain has a chance to say, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, right? Let's think about what we're doing here. That's that's the first thing. But number two is that the the strength, the maturity, the the ability of that reasoning part of your brain to over, you know, to counteract those feelings is minimized because it's just not grown up yet. It's not all the way, you know, dialed in. Um, so I think I think it's really as coaches and everybody, we we need to sort of help them um, learn how to think rationally and learn how to to recognize the impact of these comments. Right now, as far as the awareness side of it, again, I think if you know, as kids learn that you are not your performance, you are not the comments that people are making about you. You're you, right? And you're allowed to if you can you know, just stop for a second and sort of step outside of yourself and look at it from the outside in, then my guess is you would be a better coach to yourself in those situations than if you are trapped inside of your body experiencing it. Uh, so I, I know that's it's, it's sort of con confusing um, way of looking at it. But as soon as I can, I want kids to recognize that it's okay to screw up. You, you are not your mistakes, right? As a matter of fact, if you don't screw up, then you're not learning. Um, it's okay to to get negative comments because those are opportunities to learn, right? Um, these are these things are okay. They hurt, but they're they're okay. And then as they get older and older and older, and they start to filter that stuff. For one, they don't remember that they used to feel that way because you know the way we mature. But number two is, um, I think as coaches, as as mentors, you know, we need to help them through those really hard times. And and it is, it's hard. I, you know, I didn't grow up with all that social media, but I I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Going, growing up in, in today's world with video and the social media and all that kind of stuff, man, I just don't think I would have made it. Yeah, we've got a couple of minutes left in the show. Uh, would you ever I just recommend, um, you know, with younger players making their life a little bit smaller and like blocking out those noises and maybe not only having one social media feed? It was just a, a comment that you know, Connor McDavid had recommended to the players on the world junior team, you know, a couple of years ago. And I thought it just, it made sense. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because you talk about somebody, you know, Ooh, so-and-so said something really nasty about me and I'm so mad. I'm so upset. I'm just going to kill him and all that kind of stuff. Well, what if you didn't know they said that about you? What if you had no idea in the world, they said that about you, 
right? Well, would you be upset? No, I wouldn't be upset because I didn't know, right? So it's not what they said that made you mad. It's how you responded to what they said that made you mad. So there's two things. One is learn how to process those emotions and those, you know, reasoning of, of the idea that somebody said something and I'm now trying to justify it or at least, you know, talk myself off the ledge. That's one way. Or number two is just like you said, don't pay attention to it. You know, sometimes things get better by, by pruning away some of the things that make it worse. And it's hard. It's hard when everybody else is doing it and doing all these channels and all that kind of stuff. But maybe, maybe if we can get them to, like you said, one channel, grab a channel, if it's Instagram, if it's Facebook, if it's TikTok, whatever it is, right? I, I don't know where these kids are anymore, but grab one channel. And if you're okay in there, you know, practice these, these, the reasoning skills that we're trying to teach you. Um, but then you sort of, you know, tame all these other channels. You, you don't need to know about everything. I know a lot of pros, they just don't read all the, the press. They just don't. It, it serves no purpose in their world. They're focused on being the best they can be and press and, and, and outsiders, they need to justify their existence. A lot of times they stir up, you know, a lot of controversy and a lot of negativeness and, and, and because that gets all the press. And so as a player, uh, you're you're just better served to you know limit that as much as you can. Well, understood, and it's a conversation I had with pros and juniors, and you know, and teams in terms of what their policies are, and they try to have a balance from that respect. And it, it's a it's a huge challenge for the next generation. And I'm I'm super happy that I didn't have to grow up with it. As much as I love the information age, I I don't know how well I would have handled that situation as well, but. Once again, uh, Kevin, thank you very much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it, and we look forward to speaking to you next week. Thanks, boys. Had fun. That's Dr. Kevin Willis. I want to thank our guest this week, uh, Dr. Kevin Willis. For Brad Allen, I'm Shane Malloy. It's been another edition of Hockey Prospect Radio, and we will see you at the rink. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential, but all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skilled development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com.